0: When the internet was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you're taking me back. Welcome to I Tell My Husband the News. I'm Shannon Ray Green, a journalist at USA Today. Each week, I catch my husband up on all the stories he may have missed. He doesn't really like to read or watch the news, so I'm pretty much his sole news source. It's a big responsibility. My husband Dusty Terrell is a local comedian in the Washington DC area. Thanks for being here, Dusty. Thanks for having me, Shannon.
1: Hey Shannon, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing pretty good.
1: How's your weekend?
0: It was pretty good. Um, what did we do this weekend?
1: Nothing really. We just kind of
0: stayed in quarantine.
1: Tried to get some stuff done around the house.
0: We're doing some good things. Got stuff ready for the baby. The nursery seems pretty set. Um, you put, the, you installed the car seat. That's a big deal.
1: Yeah, um, I' pretty sure I did it right. But
0: <laughs> well, we're gonna get it checked by a county sheriff.
1: Probably need a county sheriff to tell me that I did it right.
0: Either the county sher- sheriff's office, or you can go to a fire station, and all these people have the wherewithal to tell you. So we're gonna do that, and and this is a good time to bring up. I could be going into labor any day. So this may be the last podcast episode you hear from us.
1: Well, not only that, but uh, you will be on furlough next week. That's right. So we will definitely not have an episode next week. And then the following week is pretty close to the old due date. So... We might not be able to do it then either, but it's we're not sure.
0: Yeah. And we don't really know what it looks like once our baby arrives. So we hope that you'll just bear with us as we figure this stuff out. And if you miss us, you can always tweet us, you can always email us, and we will likely respond right away. I'm at Shannon Ray Green on Twitter.
1: I'm at Dusty Terrell.
0: And email is I tell my husband the news at usatoday.com.
1: Probably the best thing to do, since you can't rely on the regularity of the podcast, is to subscribe to it. That way you get, like, a little notification or something mm-hmm. when uh, when, you, when a new episode comes Maybe
0: out. we'll have a bonus and we'll say, we're so tired.
1: A zombie episode.
0: <laughs> but hopefully it'll be funny, but who knows? Are jokes from a zombie funny? We'll find out, maybe. free advice, or at least solidarity by the roadside. These are confusing, upsetting times. Mandy Samalak is no professional, but she offers support and the universal encouragement to keep going. This was written by my colleague Christine Stevenson.
1: I, so far, have no idea what this story is about.
0: (laughs) Um, This happened in Nashville, Indiana. Mandy Samalak lounges in a lawn chair on the side of the road. She smiles and waves at each passing car, but it's mostly her old ironing board that catches people's attention. Free advice, reads the cardboard sign draped over the board. She's been out nearly every Saturday for more than a month, ever since it warmed up enough to sit outside. When cars drive past, some people just laugh and drive on, while others are afraid to even make eye contact. Some stop and ask what she's doing. She tells them, quote, I'm just a lonely extrovert. I miss people unquote. Samalak is a 45-year-old from Brown County, Indiana, and she was feeling cooped up in quarantine. She lives out in the woods where she can't even see her neighbors. As a preschool assistant and karaoke DJ, she was used to being an extrovert. She missed funny, awkward, occasionally profound chats with strangers. Once her two teen boys realized she was serious about the free advice stand, they were mortified. But her husband knew it would be good for her. So she grabbed the ironing board, she couldn't remember the last time she used it, and carried it to the road. Some clients just stopped to ask for directions. Others confide in her about serious life problems, such as marital issues, though she's no professional therapist. Ever since George Floyd died in Minneapolis police custody, she tries to talk about racism and the Black Lives Matter movement with those who will listen. She's white, so she knows she'll never understand the pain that black Americans experience, but she wants to use her privilege, and chattiness to raise awareness. She enjoys lighthearted conversation, too. One time, two men approached her and said they were gathering evidence of Bigfoot. They asked if she'd ever seen or heard anything in the woods that she couldn't explain. She answered, quote, nothing that science can't explain, <laughs> Whether they're asking for real advice or not, Samalak thinks each client just wants human connection. Humans are naturally worrisome. We worry about jobs, about our relationships, about what we should eat for breakfast, whether we're good enough, now, cue coronavirus and a summer of upheaval. Sickness, death, racism, protest, politics, unemployment, grief. Nearly every day, some prominent person says these are, quote, unprecedented times, unquote. The days blur together yet feel wildly unpredictable. Things that felt certain before, school, mass transit, the all-you-can-eat buffet, have been ripped away. But no question is unanswerable for Samalak, she said, even if the answer is, quote, I don't know, unquote. A few weeks ago, around college graduation time, some Indiana University Bloomington graduates stopped to see her. They asked what advice she would give to someone on the cusp of adulthood. First, she was practical. Always use a condom. Then she was understanding. Don't worry so much about everything. You don't have to have everything figured out, now or ever. Even if life feels impossible, nothing lasts forever. It wasn't groundbreaking advice. She knows that. But everyone, no matter how introverted or extroverted they are, deserves to be reassured, she said. Everybody needs somebody. Everyone wants to be loved. Whenever Samalak isn't at the advice stand, she's stuck at home, usually panic gardening or making read-aloud videos for preschoolers. She knows she's better off than a lot of people, and she's grateful for time with her family. But she's still human, which means she worries. Sometimes she has to remember her own advice. Don't worry so much. Nothing lasts forever. You don't have to have everything figured out.
1: Well... You know what I always say about free advice, Shannon? Why, Dusty? You get what you pay for.
0: (laughs) But we take so much advice from our friends and our colleagues and our coworkers and our mom and dad and your mom and dad and other people that we trust, and all that's free.
1: I guess so. I mean, it's free as long-term relationships and friendships can be
0: (laughs) which I think you think that maybe there's a real cost there there's a cost (laughs) I'm not saying
1: it's all bad but
0: when I saw this story I saw it posted and we have this Facebook group called coronavirus watch and it's for people who want to keep up on what's going on with the with coronavirus as you would expect And um, we have this label called Smile of the Day. So you can see, like, all the, like, the news stories that have come up around pandemic that'll make you smile. And so I saw the story and I immediately thought, I would so do that. (laughs) Like, maybe if I wasn't pregnant, maybe, who knows? Like, I would love to just put up a lawn chair and be like, AMA, ask me anything. Or let's talk about anything. Because I really do love those, like, sometimes awkward sometimes funny or sometimes weird but occasionally profound moments um, and with strangers
1: and you too own an ironing board that doesn't get used for ironing
0: (laughs) yeah that's right um but yeah no that is exactly what i thought that that, like in other circumstances if i was going through a pandemic i would want to spend some time that way (laughs) but i don't know if i'd be as bold as her i think it's like kind of courageous and cool
1: I actually think her advice is pretty good don't worry is usually pretty
0: you say that to me all the time pretty
1: solid way to be
0: you say that to me all the time and I think it has really led to me having a good pregnancy and feeling at peace with things um, and I think you and I are trying to do what we can to keep abreast of what's going on in the world and being reasonable about it you know um, I think you and I both realize the importance of being educated and you know being there for humanity and I think that's what we all should be doing right now but yeah I just think that extroverted me wants to do what this woman is doing so badly but I think I need to not put myself in a situation where someone could get too close to me, you know. So I'm just virtually living through this person.
1: <laughs> I'm definitely one of those people driving by trying not to make eye contact. <laughs>
0: yeah. And how did you and I wind up together? Isn't it so bizarre?
1: I could even see us both driving by and you being like, honey, stop. We should ask that lady what she's doing. <laughs> and I'll be like, no, we got, we're going to be late. And, uh, We've already passed the part where I could turn, so we just gotta <laughs> keep going.
0: And I'd be like, please, please, please. I'm so curious. I'd be, oh, and nice. I have so many questions.
1: I don't, sorry. We're already.
0: <laughs> mm. I, but it isn't, a, isn't it funny how opposites attract? Like, I always want to talk to strangers and you're always mortified by it. You're like the teenage sons in this more than you are the husband. Yeah, that's what I, I would say. I think you would be like, Shannon, why do you want to do that in our neighborhood? Are people going to know where we... You would think of all the different ways it would go bad.
1: Yeah, I would be mortified.
0: You'd be mortified and then you'd think of all the ways it would go bad and you'd share those with me. And then I'd be like, oh, maybe I shouldn't follow my dream of talking to strangers. And I also think you think... It's weird that I have this need to want to talk to strangers. It just brings me joy. I can't explain it.
1: You couldn't be married to someone who liked to talk as much as you because then you couldn't <laughs> talk as much as you do now.
0: I think you're right.
1: Yeah. I don't see why you couldn't do it now. I could buy you, I could order you a megaphone online. You could still keep your distance.
0: <laughs> that would be nice. But I think we've got some, we've got some life changes coming up that Uh, might get in the way of take on too much using a megaphone
1: also we live in a cul-de-sac so people aren't like driving they're not yeah
0: they really aren't you're crazy if you're not using linkedin how to master the business social network
1: this is just not true this is just no one needs it no one uses it The only people on LinkedIn are people who are looking for a job.
0: I don't know that that's true. And I think you're maybe about, maybe some knowledge is about to get dropped on you. This was written by my colleague, Jefferson Graham. Jefferson has a podcast called Talking Tech that uh, you should check out. It's a daily show about tech related stories, just like this one we're about to read.
1: I'm surprised this article, with the way it's titled, wasn't written by LinkedIn.
0: He writes, You may be using Twitter and Facebook to promote your business, and that's fine, says David Cancel, who runs a Boston-based software company. He did say what was in the headline. You're crazy if you're not using LinkedIn. Cancel said, quote, It's morphed into the most important social network for business, unquote. If pressed on time, he'd do LinkedIn first, followed by Instagram, YouTube, and then Twitter. He has 50,000 followers on Microsoft-owned LinkedIn, but has been able to get as many as 500,000 responses to a single post by working LinkedIn effectively. He's not alone. Tara Hunt is all over social media, on YouTube and Twitter, but far and away gets more response to her post on LinkedIn. Yes, that LinkedIn, the business network mostly thought of as a place to seek jobs and store a resume.
1: Yeah, that's what it's for.
0: Hunt, who writes about marketing and has 230,000 followers on LinkedIn, says LinkedIn is more than just a place to go for work. He said, quote, people go there to grow their businesses or just network for future opportunities. It's a social business platform, unquote.
1: Yeah, we know what it is.
0: It might be that you and I just aren't in the business industry or tech industry this way of wanting to, you know, go to the next startup, So during a pandemic when we can't attend trade shows or even have meetings at a local Starbucks, many of us are turning to networking tools like LinkedIn to build our brand and businesses, network for new opportunities, or just stay in touch with contacts because you never know what will come of it. LinkedIn says it has seen an increase of 55% in conversations among connections on LinkedIn over the past year and, quote, expect that to continue as people focus on reconnecting and engaging with people in their existing network, unquote. Dusty. Are you new to LinkedIn and looking for tips on how to master it? We've got some ideas.
1: No. <laughs> I've been storing my resume there for many years. I believe my profile picture is my college graduation picture.
0: <laughs> that's pretty funny. That's not, that's not how you look, is it? Uh, I might have changed. <laughs> in, in how many years? It would be 13 years now.
1: I don't think we have to talk about <laughs> how long ago that was. No, it was a pretty
0: long time ago. I definitely so. have
1: more hair on my chin and less on the top of my head than I did <laughs> in college. And I love
0: you for it. First, remember that besides posting a resume on LinkedIn and looking for work, the network operates just like other social networks. You follow and connect with people you know or want to know, offer posts with text, photos, video, and links. For years, LinkedIn had a really bad rap regarding spam. New users were encouraged to reach out to their entire address book with one click, which is why you get LinkedIn requests from everyone you know, including your wife and brother-in-law, who had no idea that they had sent out the request in the first place. Now LinkedIn recommends not doing it that way, but instead connecting just with people you know or would like to know smartly. Cancel, however, subscribes to the theory that the bigger the network, the better. He said, quote, you want to build as big a network as you can, unquote. He adds new people to his network by engaging with them in conversations through likes and comments. If they have something to say on his post, he connects, quote, and now I've extended my network, unquote. He reaches out to new thought leaders and other high profile folks when they've announced new awards they've won and the like. And he said, quote, those connections are accepted at a high rate, unquote.
1: I'd like to cancel my subscription to this guy's LinkedIn. <laughs>
0: LinkedIn says to additionally check out the People You May Know feature on the My Network tab to find people you may be connected with. LinkedIn has rejiggered its algorithm to make posts pop based on searching for hashtags. Cancel says, quote, it really helps amplify your posts, unquote. He suggests using the LinkedIn search box at the top of the page to search for hashtags, just like effective marketers would use Google to search for trending search terms. He said, quote, before I post, I see how many people follow those hashtags, unquote. He did a post on taking the company out of the office and home, using the hashtags #workfromhome, from home, how we work, and diversity, and saw some 584,000 interactions. How did he get more than 10 times the response to his 50,000 follows? Because the post was connected and shared by many, which he attributes to hashtags. Instead of asking friends to essentially retweet his post, he asked the community of followers to like and comment on a specific post. He said that it magnifies the post and gets it seen outside of the network. LinkedIn also offers a premium service, which starts at $29.99 monthly, offering the ability to email contacts directly without linking in, access to video courses, and a wider access to recruiters. However, the networking tools listed above are all free.
1: Guess who will not be upgrading (laughs) to premium?
0: (laughs) Who? This guy. If you've noticed many people doing live video on LinkedIn, like on Facebook and YouTube, you're not dreaming. The only hitch is that, unlike those networks, you probably can't join in the live fun. Going live requires applying and proving your worth, and it can take some time to be approved. Dave Basulto, the inventor of the Iographer mobile filmmaking case, says it took six months to get the approval. Six months? And that guy made a case?
1: (laughs) What? If that if the guy who makes cases takes six months, what hopes does just regular really <laughs> old Dusty have? Could take years.
0: Once it's in, expect even better engagement. LinkedIn says those who go live have seen twenty three times more comments per post and six times reactions per post than just posting a standalone video to the site. And for Basulto, the wait was worth it. I'm selling a lot of product and getting new contacts through live on LinkedIn, he says. Do you have questions about LinkedIn and networking? Ask away on Twitter where Jefferson Graham, at Jefferson Graham, is. And he also has a link to his LinkedIn, which is linkedin.com slash in slash Jefferson Graham.
1: If you want to connect with people about music, I've got a good uh, suggestion for you is go to MySpace. That's what the thing that everybody should be using now is MySpace.
0: You're ridiculous. I'm ridiculous. Well, this is researched, and for people who are in the industry in a different way than you, they're using it in different ways to get clients and build contacts and get to the next level in their career, and you don't have to put your narrow worldview onto everybody.
1: I refuse to hire anyone from LinkedIn ever. You hear me?
0: <laughs> that is insane. You
1: want a job from Dusty? You get off of there now. That's insane. And contact me on MySpace. <laughs>
0: 'Cause that's where I'll be. <laughs> what? That's so backwards. <laughs>
1: and uh, you know what? If you want to get hired, you gotta impress me with your cool MySpace page. <laughs> like maybe if you embed some sort of game or music to play on full volume as soon as I open it.
0: That's when the internet was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, you're taking me back.
1: Speaking of a long time ago, <laughs> uh, it was always Facebook for your college friends and MySpace for your high school friends who did not happen to go to college. Mm, that's right. Because they couldn't get on Facebook.
0: Yeah, they can't.
1: But now everybody's on Facebook, including now. your mom. So <laughs> yeah,
0: how did that happen?
1: Yeah, <laughs> not just your mom, but your mom yeah, in general. Yeah,
0: yeah, I get you. Mm-hmm. And last today, we've got the lightning-fast headline roundup. Does Dusty care about these stories in the slightest? Here we go. 2021 Oscars delayed until late April due to COVID-19.
1: Let's just skip it this year. (laughs) Probably nothing good coming out.
0: Disney-owned theaters, masks with your tickets. Movie-going could look quite different post-pandemic.
1: Let's just skip it. There's probably nothing good coming out
0: (laughs) Well, one thing that's a little interesting Is that the new James Bond movie Is actually coming out slightly sooner now No Time to Die Moves up five days While Wonder Woman 1984 Shifts to fall Do you want to see either of those movies? I was born
1: in 1984
0: I mean I think it's about your origin story And how Wonder Woman wants to be with you Right? That's the plot I was I was expecting it was about Dusty Terrell because it says 1984. Yeah. Whenever I hear 84, I don't think of a novel. I think of my husband's birth year.
1: That's what, that's what I would expect.
0: <laughs> Glad to get out of the house, country star Alan Jackson kicks off drive-in for 2,000 cars full of fans. Happened in Nashville. He was talking about the headlights.
1: All he could see from my car were tail lights because I I couldn't get out of there fast enough
0: (laughs) I like Alan Jackson
1: nothing against him personally just not a big fan of country music that's all
0: I like his one with uh, Jimmy Buffett it's 5 o'clock somewhere
1: that's one of my least favorite songs I've ever heard
0: (laughs) I didn't know this about you yeah learning new things today
1: oh I hate that song
0: why do you hate that song
1: because I think the line is, it's half past 12, but I don't care. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. But when it's half past 12, it's not 5 o'clock anywhere. Yeah. It might be 5.30 somewhere. Why do
0: you have to be so literal about it? It's past 5 o'clock somewhere is how we should say. That's not
1: it. how the lyric goes, though, <laughs> Shannon.
0: Yeah. <laughs> They're carefree, Dusty. That is their whole oh, vibe.
1: obviously.
0: <laughs> you don't think they're carefree. You think they're lazy and sloppy. <laughs>
1: yeah, that is what I think. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Tell us your coronavirus story. What does your summer look like? This is actually a project I'm working on at work where we're wanting people to um, go to coronadiaries.io slash USA Today and record audio. And then we might feature your audio in our... U.S. Today news podcast, Five Things, which is our daily news show. So yeah, it's a way to share with us what you're thinking about for plans for this summer.
1: My summer looks a lot like my spring did, just indoors and away from people.
0: <laughs> and you're going to have a newborn son.
1: That's true. That's going to be a big change. Yeah.
0: yeah. Why don't you go record it? Or actually, you could can just, just record it this? right now. Yeah. I could use that. But it's supposed to last like maybe two minutes. Can you vamp?
1: This whole episode's going to last probably 20 minutes. So just, <laughs> just put in the whole thing. <laughs> my summer is going to look a lot, a lot like my spring, except I need to shower twice as often. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think some people in your house might appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> Should you wear a face mask to the gym? I'll look at the debate.
1: That's one of the big benefits of not going to the gym is that I don't have to worry about that.
0: <laughs>
1: one of the one of the few ways laziness pays off, Shannon.
0: <laughs> I think you and I have found laziness to pay off in a couple different ways. You know, take it easy, everybody. I tell my husband the news as part of the USA Today Podcast Network. New episodes come out every Monday. If you want to check out other podcasts from all across the USA Today network. Just go to podcast.usatoday.com or find them wherever you listen to podcasts like Stitcher, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.